it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Linz, what do you got? All right, well, what I got for you guys today is a little Masters update, since we don't have time to really talk about that today. And actually, the second round of the Masters was called early today after play was suspended at 1.22 Pacific time due to rain and high winds sweeping through Augusta National. The delay came directly after winds blew down multiple trees near the 17th hole in what they're calling a terrifying scene. But... Nobody seems to be injured, at least not reported. Uh, when play resumes tomorrow morning at 5 a.m. Pacific time, everyone will be chasing Brooks Kepka at the top of the leaderboard. He heads into the day with a three-shot lead over John Rahm, who still has nine holes left to play in his second round. So uh, Tiger is projected at this point to make the cut. So there's a lot of guys that still have to play the rest of their second round, so I think things are still kind of up in the air at the moment. Yeah, Tiger's through 11. He's two over even, so... Yeah, there's a lot of people right on the cut. He's the last one. He's right at 50. And it's supposed to be, like, bad weather all weekend, all so who weekend, knows? Yep. Yeah, and I saw Rory's uh, below done. the cut line, right, yeah. at the moment? And Rory's he's still- gone. Yeah. He's five over. He's done. Yeah. And he finished already, so yeah. Yeah, he, he's going to miss the cut. As in- oh, he did finish? I Because yeah. last time I saw, he he was through 15 holes, so that's why. Yeah. Um, I did. You know what I really liked? I tweeted about this yesterday. I watched Rory on, you know, in day one. He was mic'd up the whole time. Not mic'd yeah. up. He was actually on, a, on a, like, an AirPod um, and talking to Jim Nance and those guys while he was golfing. Yeah. I thought that – I now, maybe that's just the media nerd in me, but I love, like, that kind of access, like the fact that you're literally talking to the dude while he's golfing, yeah. I thought was incredible. And Scott Van Pelt actually on SportsCenter was talking to the kid who's an amateur from Vanderbilt. Uh, I forget his name, but he, he was on the driving range warming up, and Van Pelt is talking to him, and the kids tell, telling you what he's doing, how his warm up, his first time at Augusta. It was it's fascinating when it's good information, you know, when it's good stuff. It takes you behind the scenes, right? You know, it was the first time yeah, ever I, I that they like, did that during a major, like a live interview during a major tournament. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, yes, for, for a place yes, where you can't even take time. your phone, you have to check in your phone at a locker. Oh, I know. My brother called us from the Masters right. like two years ago. It, he had to call us from a payphone, so yeah. we had to give him like an exact time. But the payphones are free, from what I've yeah. been told. So yeah, it's great. <laughs> yeah, it, it's uh, it's it's awesome. It's fan- it's one. It's the best thing when they show the pictures of the fan or the patrons. They're called patrons at Augusta, and everybody's yeah. actually watching the game. Uh, Cappy would not be able to handle it. Oh my God! Could you imagine? <laughs> No way. He wouldn't be able to deal with it. The FOMO. Oh, absolutely. Well, because he'd want to Instagram 6,000 times that he's at the Masters. Yeah, he could. And, and his buddy Nance. So the year that my brother went, it was uh, 2021. So there were there were very limited tickets due to the whole COVID thing still okay. being a thing. Yeah. And it, he right. said it was crazy because there were so many celebrities and athletes there. And obviously, like, he knows who everybody is because he's super into sports, too. And he's like, oh, I just I wanted to like, obviously, I wanted to be able to take my pictures with, you know, Patrick Mahomes. He saw Dwayne Wade there. But like inside, you can't. And he didn't want to like push it. But he's like, right. you can't because you can't have your phones on you. Yeah. So he, he just went up to him and was like, hey, hey, uh, you know, I, big fan. Good job. Uh, good luck this year. Yeah. So, yeah. Time warp. Right. Right. I love it. Yeah. There's not I, much. I love that. I love that. Stuff, that is. 
That is what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Uh, Beto, let me ask you a question. Because I know you've been saying today about how the Lakers and they shouldn't be doing this and they shouldn't be in this position and them well. and the Kings should be flip-flop. But that is the world we live in. Now, let me ask you a question. I'm just very open-ended, okay? What are the Lakers this year? Oh. <laughs> They're not good. That's the thing. Um, what are the Lakers this year? Frustrating, um, underachieving, annoying, talented, frustrating. I mean, it's just a team where you can't find anything. It's just for me as a casual fan who's watching the games, and whenever I do tune in, I've never seen the same thing twice from this team as far as the consistency. I mean, the last few weeks, you're starting to see the glimpses of what you have. And mind you, there's been injuries to them. They have trades. They have mm. different bodies. You had Westbrook in the beginning of the year. You yeah. have you know, Patrick Beverly. You're trying to figure out your identity, trying to figure things out, what's going to happen. So that's a huge factor, too, the, the lack of cohesiveness between this team and the coaching staff, everybody trying to figure out what the heck we're doing. But when you sit down to watch this team, you're not surprised if they win by 20, and you're also not surprised if they lose by 20. And it's been hard. I, I see. Like All right, I said, now I'm going to ask. Okay, go ahead. No, no, go finish. Oh no, it's this is why you know I've used Twitter less, but I still creep on Laker Twitter to see what's going on, and like the comments from fans and you know Laker fans are very knowledgeable and smart about their team. They, they're like you know uh, like Darius Soriano runs Laker Nation. You know you see what's going on with him or my, our good friend Golden Knight the graphics, right? You see the tweets that come from these guys. They're not like Laker homers about it. They're just like man, this is what this team is. Or if you follow the Kamenetskis. And they could be so much more, but you understand why they're not. And that's just the frustrating part because how long has it been for LeBron to be here where, hey, okay, let's go. Like, we're waiting for the LeBron that Laker fans were promised when he signed up. And it's like, hasn't been there. Like, I think that's what's the frustrating part. Well, you saw it in the bubble, but that's it. But you, you didn't see it here. Yeah. Right. You didn't see it, like, in, in the arena with people, right? No. Yeah. You haven't seen a LeBron, yeah. uh, playoff LeBron inside crypto and – I think that's why Laker fans feel robbed with LeBron in his time here. Well, you know what I think. What do you think, Lens? I think that somebody, like Sedano, if you have any Lakers playoff games, I feel like somebody early on needs to like pose that question to him. Like, hey, we haven't seen you, you know, we know you have another gear that you, you switch into once you, the playoffs starts. Most superstars do. But like, it's been five years. Do you think that you still have that in you? And it'd be interesting to ask him that because I feel like he'd be he'd either be Ooh. like, well, he'd be <laughs> it like, ain't what gonna do you be mean? me asking that question. <laughs> He's like, I know, but better. don't yeah. you think that it would kind of get him me. going? <laughs> get you banned? No, it won't get you banned. No, I know, I know, I know, I know. But along that line, where oh, somebody wants to make. I a remember. Name for listen, I remember. I mean, plenty of guys have asked LeBron those tough questions. I remember when, especially when he left Cleveland, that happened a bunch of times. But, um, yeah, look, I, I just think that ultimately, Laura says it best. Laura actually t- texted to me. What did you say, Laura, about them? They're a headache. Plain and simple, they're just a headache. Yeah, it. I, I yeah, because you don't, you know, the, the only consistency is the inconsistency. Now, mm. let me flip the question on you, Beto. What are the Clippers? Uh, for me, the Clippers are still underachieving. They should be better than what they are. Uh, but they're a team that I mm-hmm. don't want to play because you get this team with Kawhi, who's loan managed all season long, and Paul George. I don't want to see them. They're trending in the right direction. Not a team I want to mess with. Kawhi does look really good right mm-hmm. now. I mean, he 
He, he Now, Paul George still dinged up. We won't find out probably until next week if he's going to be available or not. But they they have underachieved. I said this yesterday, and I'll say it again. They, I, I, I think they've built that team right. I like their organization. I'm actually a big fan of the owner. I, yeah. I think if I, – and I, I, I look – this is and this is not a shot at anyone else, right? Like no, I, you know, like I know people hear these things and they immediately immediately like, oh, you're taking a shot at other owners. No, I think Steve Ballmer. Like, if I were a fan, I would want an owner like Steve Ballmer. Absolutely, that guy is going to spend whatever it takes, do whatever it takes to to put a winning product. You know what I mean? Like every single time. And that's not to say that other people don't. I'm just saying like he's got resources that no one else has. He's worth $80 billion. That's not even an exaggeration. And he's giving the front office the resources that they need. Whatever. All right, you need this guy? Boom, let's go get him. You need that guy? Boom, let's go get him. You need this research? Boom, let's go get him. It just has been a team that well, they're in the fifth seed, like 42 wins. Should they be better? Yeah, but yeah, they haven't. Right, 100% they should be better. But once yeah. you get into yeah. the playoff yeah. tournament, yeah. watch out. Watch out. They're they're a fun like I've gone to the games this year and I sit right behind the visiting bench. Shout out to my man Abe with the fantastic tickets. But you see that team, you're like, oh, okay. And this isn't a knock because Laker fans are oh, you're a clipper lover. No, it's not that. It's it's fun basketball. Like they Ty Lue's got his team locked in. And despite trying to figure out if there's gonna be a Kawhi, if there's a Paul George, now adding Russell Westbrook, trying to get him into the locker room, trying to figure things out of how that's gonna be. Clippers are a team. I wouldn't be surprised if they're in that Western Conference final. I mean, they have that kind of talent. Yep. I, I look, I think you could tell me that any of the top seven or eight teams or whatever in in the West. Like, if you told me they were in the conference finals, I'd be like, sure, okay, I get it. Why not? You know, <laughs> like, I, I just think that's part of the problem. Now, that's a good thing if you're the Lakers and Clippers, but it's also kind of representative of what the conference really is, which I don't know if it's all that good. The only advantage the conference is going to have this year is that they won't, while it's going to be competitive, none of those teams are better than the top couple of teams in the East, particularly the top two, mm-hmm. and especially Milwaukee. Oh. Like I think Milwaukee's far and away the best team in the sport. And then, like this um, morning reading – Maybe off, Phoenix can uh, – Yeah, this morning reading on what's going on go, in the go, NBA because I know I'm working with you. I went back and looked and like, all right, let me check out the Eastern Conference standings. It's all nice and neat. You know who's going to play what seed. You know everything. There's no like crazy scenarios. Then you read on the West – Oh my goodness! If the sun and the moon align, it's like yeah. there's so many crazy different scenarios. The East right. is just so solid, yeah. and especially with Giannis. Yeah, yeah. The, the, I mean, look, the Bucks are the best team in basketball, mm-hmm. and if they're healthy, they're going to win. I think, even against Phoenix, even against whoever. I, I, I mean, it, that that's just my opinion. But I think that the the one advantage the West has is they only have to play one of those teams in the East, right? Like, yeah, that's it. That's so it. it doesn't matter. Like, they have a shot. Uh, but the East is definitely the stronger conference at the moment. Like, is I it a fun I don't think there's any conference to watch? That. I haven't watched much Eastern Conference basketball. So you tell me. Um, or is it I, like... I don't know. Like, I think Giannis is... I like watching oh. Giannis. Giannis, is, Giannis re- reminds me... Of, now, now, they're not the same kind of player. But, like, kind of like Shaq in Orlando... Like when remember when like Shaq was like young and thinner yeah. and like super athletic, kind of reminds me of that. Like where he's so physically imposing and overwhelming that it's just really hard to stop. You know, hmm. so like he kind of reminds me of that. I think um, 
I think Boston is is a good team. Yeah, I mean they're fun to watch. I guess they they shoot a lot of threes if you like that. Um, and Tatum is great, and Brown is great, and they've got good role players, and you know Embiid is incredible to watch. And yeah, like yeah, I think the East is fun. And look, even teams that I don't think can win a championship, like the Cavs and the Knicks, are at least interesting to watch. The sure. Knicks, go figure. <laughs> Despite everything, the Knicks are still there. Huh? The Knicks are not bad. They're I mean they're they're not great but they're they're fine like they uh, can, they're not bad. like no offense lins but, but they're no good they, they <laughs> can win a first round series against cleveland like it's possible nah i hope uh, cleveland loses down with Cavs. i, I mean, don't want i don't want to hear cleveland the Cavs talk. are playing the knicks like what do you think's gonna happen the go knicks, knicks. Are gonna nick go bed lions i mean the knicks can win that series so can the Cavs? no i feel like it's pretty evenly matched nah, i'm just gonna really in fact, i think it's a good match sure the Cavs. yeah it <laughs> I think it's fairly. I think it's it's like a toss up, but I I think that, you know, that's not great for the Cavs, is what no, I would say. It's not good for the. Um, oh, Lindsey would be in a in a tizzy if they lose to the to the Knicks in the first round. Uh, all right, coming up next, I have a question about traveling for you, Beto. I'm gonna have you're a man who travels a lot. I travel oh, a lot. I, have I thought a question you meant like about basketball traveling, traveling. Like, like plane traveling. No, no, because you're no, you're in basketball mode, bro. I love it when you get into basketball mode. I thought you were talking about that. I was like, is there a play that happened? All right, all right, I'm here. We'll get into that. Uh, We could have that conversation too if you'd like, but I was referring more to actual travel. All right, we'll get into that. Beto's hanging out for Cap today. We only have 45 minutes to go here on 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Were you a Taylor Dane guy? Uh, like a late night uh, uh, love request? Is this like uh, Love Songs of the Coast or something like this? Yeah, 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 for sure on Coast. I have no idea who this is. <laughs> Taylor Dane, bro. No, it's Tell- not. Do- just not, man. Like, I, I don't, I'm not a big music guy, let alone oh, this. Oh, really? Yeah, let alone this. Mm. It's a good ballad, good 80s ballad. Oh, yeah. I mean, if I had an IROC, for sure, this would be jamming right there. <laughs> an IROC. <laughs> T-Tops. <laughs> Yo. T-Tops. That's funny. Yeah. Camaro. Yeah. Um, do they still make a Camaro? No, they're actually uh, going to stop making it this year. Uh, so really? The only muscle car left is your Mustang, man. Well, but mine's not a muscle car. It's a, I'm so pissed. I got a, uh, I, told, I told the girls this yesterday. I, got a, I, I showed them on, uh, on our group chat. I have a crack in my windshield. No. Bro, go back so to your annoying. guy. I, no, you just call this guy. Just go to Geico, dude, and they'll give a Geico. guy like fix that. Oh, you must yeah, have like insurance. you know your insurance company with oh, that. Must be nice. Hmm. 
It's like a common Your, or thing. Or go to Veronica. Okay. <laughs> Veronica insurance, bro. A Veronica, Adriana. Eh. You know, Adriana, all, right? All the billboards on the 710, man. Exactly. You get all the shirts you need. <laughs> exactly. I feel like every city that has uh, Latino uh, people has one of those. Has an Adriana or a Veronica. Oh, or, yeah. Uh, in, where I grew up, there was it was Estrella Insurance. Estrella Insurance. <laughs> That's when you know you're in a certain neighborhood, man. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Like Don Francisco was from yeah. that. He, he, he's all in on Adriana oh, yeah. and Veronica and Estrella and all those insurances. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Beautiful. So, uh, if the here shows up. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right, so I have a travel question for you. Okay. Um, and, and this could go for all of you because we all travel at some point or another. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe we can take some calls on this because I'd be curious on this. Um, because I'm honestly I, – I, the fact that the Suns aren't playing anybody, like I'm kind of lakered out right now at this point. Like, all right, cool. Like After sh- Friday. There you go. I was about <laughs> to say that. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, that's it. I'm done. <laughs> Um, Lakers 12 point favorites. All right, great. Let's go. See <laughs> what? What? Do you let me ask? Okay, so I'll ask you a question. Better go first, then Lindsay, then Laura. Do you tip maids at your hotel? Yeah, uh, I leave five bucks usually. It depends on how many days I'm there. Uh, if I'm there more than two days, I'll leave five to 20 bucks. Depends on what's going on. Um, but I usually don't get the room serviced if I'm there for a couple of days. I'll just ask them to bring me more towels just because I don't like anybody in the room. Mm-hmm. So it depends on what kind of mess I make. So like if, if I go and drink the night before and the beds of mess and everything, I I can, I can get it done, please. But yeah, usually I leave five bucks standard because you know it's it's our people working, man. So usually you never know, man. Yeah. Lindsay. Uh yes, I always do. If I'm staying for more than one day, I always leave twenty bucks because I'm always asking for like I need like some. You know, extra shampoo or extra towels. <laughs> you're that person. Well, if you're well, no, asking. I, just, I have it in my Marriott app. I have, you know, you can like set those preferences. And so I always yeah. ask for extra stuff ahead of time. But like, you know, I'm a girl. I have long hair. So if I want to use that stuff, especially if they have like the good Paul Mitchell stuff, they have it a lot of Marriott's. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So either way, I always, and I worked in the service industry when I was younger. So I leave them 20 bucks because a lot of times it'll make their day. And if I'm staying for more than a day or two, then they, I feel like they put some extra care into it, you know? Mm-hmm. I always do. Um, Even if it's like one day or whatever, just because my mom used to clean houses, so it it hits home for me. So people are like, why do you tip so much? And I'm like, bro, it's like Beto said, it's our people. So I I always do. Yeah, I always, uh, my my general thing is, to your point, Beto, I don't like like people in the room. I always have the do not disturb on. Um, But when I leave, I leave at least five bucks a day is kind of the way I look at it. Uh Um, But the other day, when I was leaving Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Yeah, I was so wondering I, where you're going with this. Yeah, Sioux Falls. When I, when I was leaving Sioux Falls. Now, I was leaving Sioux Falls to come back to go to Yamaba, right? And I looked in my wallet. You know, I got like a little small wallet with like, you know, a little credit card holder or whatever. It doesn't hold a lot of cash. So I look in there and I was like, I was literally there for like less than 24 hours. And I was like, all I got is a 20. And I'm like, you know what, Sioux Falls? Here you go, 20 bucks. Because I, I am not going down to the uh, Fairfield Inn to try to get change for $20 when I got to get to the airport that's 10 minutes away. Like, I'm not, it's not happening. I'm, I, you're getting 20 bucks today. So, But that's why I was just curious. Because I asked some of my friends, and they were like, yeah, I leave like two or three bucks. I'm like, two or three bucks? That's like not enough. Yeah, I, at least leave something, you know, even if it's just a change you got in your pocket, you know, a little something. No, don't do that. That's no, no, insulting. I mean, the change, like, two, three dollars. Oh, all you okay, got. okay. No, okay. Not, don't be leaving no coins, man. Coins, yeah. Well, who has coins? And then, but that's another thing, is, like, nobody really carries cash anymore, 
So when I go to the hotels that I stay, I, I always make sure like have twenty with me, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you got to tip the valet good. guys, you know, like it's just good karma. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I see the valet guys. I'm iffy on that, man. Really? Yeah. <laughs> because Why? if I can see my car, I don't need to tip you, bro. You brought it ten feet. Like you know, like I can walk. If I can walk to my car, I don't need to tip you. Hmm. Mm. Now, if I'm waiting and I know the guy, if I know the dude's got to run to the parking right. lot and yes. he's jamming and he yeah. brings it back quick and you can hear the as he's coming around, all right, he'll get a tip. But if you just, like, if you're, I'm like, I can walk to it, man. I don't need that. Huh. Yeah. No, I always tip the valet guy, too. Um, but it depends how many times, to your point, like, if he's got to hustle and he's got to go to, like, another building or whatever, yeah. then I'm definitely giving him at least five or ten bucks if, yeah, he's see, do, if he's getting that. But if it's, like, to your point, my car's already there and I could, I could literally just grab the keys and do yeah. it myself, then it's like, okay, that guy gets three bucks. Yeah. What about when you used to take a cab in Vegas and uh, did you tip the, t- the cab guy, the, uh, the guy opening yeah. the door? Right? Oh, yeah. I'd always give him a couple bucks. Yeah. Like, yeah, whatever singles. Like, a yeah, couple yeah. of singles. Yeah. Yeah. You got to do that. When people are like, what are you doing? Like, you know, when you first turn 21 and you're in Vegas and- People just have their hand out. You're like, what's going on? This is where these are the classes that need to be taught in college: who to tip, who not to tip, how much to give. Like, that's what matters. That's a, that's the oh, real yeah. economics class. We we don't learn the right stuff. No. I think in high school or college, no, to be honest no, no. with you, about like life. Oh, like, I, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, you know Roberto Franco uh, from ESPN, writer. Yeah. Okay, so uh, he, you know he's a professor or Prophet Franco. Right? He's fantastic. Follow. He lives in El Paso. So I saw him uh, yesterday. He's at, he was actually in. Um, in India, the fight I was working, he's writing a story on uh, Joel Diaz, the trainer. And Roberto lives in, in El Paso. Recently got hired by them a couple of years ago. And this dude, I had to teach him, el profe, how to use the ESPN expense account. Because I learned from Sedano. You know, mm-hmm. you, you, he was going to pay for the dinner on his own. And, and I'm like, no, you got an expense account, bro. Let's go. Use it. He's like, I feel bad because it's like over $40. I'm like, and that's what it's for, right? So I had to teach him how to use the expense account, how to fill Tell that Tell him to call out. me. Oh, oh I, who do you think I, t- I learned it from, man? And I told him how he needed to have the Delta. This guy wasn't even using the Hotel Marriott points or the-, the What? Fly- yeah! Oh, hell no. Because he, he's like, I don't know. I don't travel enough. I'm like, dude, yes, you do. Like, you don't hell stay- no. I, 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 you know, That's the stuff that we need to be taught in college. Like, my son- He's going to go yeah. school back east. I signed him up for the American, the Delta, all that stuff, man. All the uh, airline miles, man. Yeah, the airline mile cards. If you're going to do credit cards, do things that have rewards on yeah. them. Yes. 100%. Uh, that's yeah. what matters, man. That, don't just that's get, what you do. If you're going to sign up for an Amex, don't just get the regular old green Mm-mm, Amex. No, get the okay? platinum. Get yourself the Delta Amex or something, right, if you want to do stuff. That way, that, that way you build up some points, and when you want to take a nice vacation with – you know, your loved one or your family yeah. or whatever, you got at least a little less money. To and it's spend, not a scam. You know? It's not a scam. It actually really works. You know, my yeah. brother, he's a financial advisor for like a big time banking company. So yeah. he's, and he's fantastic with money. Like I, he saves my life helping me with that stuff. But anyway, he's one of those guys who has uh, like multiple credit cards to where they're, they all have the different, he knows exactly like what day exactly he has to pay mm-hmm. it on to maximize his credit score, blah, blah, blah. And he uses them all in such a way that he's able to get literally like everything for free when he travels. In fact, him and his wife were able to go out on their honeymoon to Fiji just based on all his like credit card points and, yeah. and trips and all that kind of stuff. Like you can, if you like, there's a way to manipulate it where you can really get like a ton out of it. I have a question. Let me tell you something. One year. I went from last year. I went on vacation for three weeks in August. A grand total of three weeks. There's a lot of flights there. Okay, a lot of hotels. 
We spent a grand total of two grand for three, three weeks. weeks. Yeah, Damn, and you travel nice too. Good for you. So there was a lot of to Lindsay's point. You got to know when to use those things. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll do a class. Maybe we'll do like a a, a random like Saturday uh, like podcast where we just like we'll we'll do like a live podcast. We'll have people there. We'll just do like random stuff like that one yeah. day and pay off. Be your like, yo, this is what you need to sign up for. We got you. By the way, considering how much you you travel, I was actually saying this to Laura like when we first started um, the show today. You have to have like a crazy amount of miles saved up, right? So I've done um, if you total, you know, because the airline miles will tell you what your total has been. Yeah. Historically, if I did a total of all the airlines, oh, not no. just one, um, it's over half. A million miles. Oh my! So it's yeah. probably safe to Damn. say that, like, you wouldn't have to pay for a flight for like a good five years for like you or anyone in your immediate family, right? Um, that's not true either. Um, it just depends on where you want to go because sometimes it's easier to fly certain airlines because they go direct or whatever. Yeah. It's just easier, blah blah blah. Um, but like, yeah, like it depends. Yeah. Okay. But, one other question: Are you yeah. like platinum for life with Marriott? Um, I'm not anymore because oh. I stopped because what happens is ESPN books our hotels for us. Mm-hmm. We don't get the points on the hotels. Yeah. Anymore. Really? That's the problem. Oh man. Yeah. When I was at NFL network, I got to go to Hawaii twice yeah. for yeah. free. So based the on they will give you, they will give you the day. Like yeah. they'll recognize you as a day, but because the employer is paying for it, you don't. Yeah. That's why when we go to nice. Miami, we stay at the bougie spot. Get the points. I'll be bougie. <laughs> that hotel was nice, man. Great recommendation, George. Hey, Ooh, listen. Sweet. It is when I go to the. We have an app, and when I go to the app, it will tell me oh. if, if if I can book it or not. It'll say if it's not if it's too pricey. It'll say quote out of policy. I only book the stuff that isn't. I mean, I can't book it if it's out of policy. It literally won't let me do it. So it may have been bougie, but it was oh. it was a deal. That it, day. it was a deal, and George texted me right away. This one's available. I'm like, all right, George, whatever. You know, he's, get it. Okay, I get there. Hello? And it was. You stayed at like a, almost like a five-star hotel for like 180 bucks. It, the spot in Miami, Lynn's, just the, the rooftop bar is where everybody in that Miami area wanted to go. I'm walking in with sandals and shorts, and the, there's a he line. He was staying at the, at the bar that everybody wanted there's to go into. There's a line of like 50 people outside all donned up. Imagine everything from Real Housewives of Miami. They were all in line, right? I'm walking That's in funny. like a hobo, and they're like, come on in, Mr. Duran. That's right. I know Sedano, baby. What's up? Great time. All the white Stupid. pants. <laughs> We're all not the regular. But I, right, you got they to did. stay at a five star hotel oh, for for right. 180 bucks. Yeah. I don't need because points. of the, the Disney <laughs> discount. Yeah, they right. do have great discounts. I was looking at stuff, but I used to do this app, and man, they were great. And then once everybody jumped on it, like I stayed at five star hotels for like no money. Now you can't do that. So I'm like, oh, oh. our our thing is great though, like really yeah. good. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, they treat us well. Um, yes, they you know, do. So and we appreciate it. So there's that. And hang out with uh, uh, people like George who have really good contracts. Most important. Uh, all right, <laughs> Radio Tinder. The award-winning Radio Tinder is up in two minutes. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. 
Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Lindsay. Thanks, Christopher. Yeah. Before you go, I've always wanted to ask you this. Do you love Major League, the movie, because it's about the Cleveland Indians? No. Or you, no you don't, <laughs> now, let me guess. Do you not like it because it was actually filmed in Milwaukee and not Cleveland? No. I mean, like, honestly, like, it's fine. It's just not... I was a little, I'm a little young for that. That was like a, you know, it's a big cult thing for probably people 10 years older than me. So like, yeah, it's fine. But like, I, I, yeah, but it, it holds up though. It's good. It does hold it. up. Does I feel good. like. Really? Oh yeah the, yeah. the guys with the drums. I watch it anytime it's on. One of the greatest. Oh, hundred percent. No. But I'm I haven't always seen there. it in so long. Oh, Willie Mays Hayes. Yeah. I mean, I know it's it. A, I just haven't seen him. It's, it is one of the best. Now this is super cliched sports talk radio, but it is one of the best sports movies I've ever seen because yeah. I it, first of all it's hilarious yeah. let's start with that um and it, it just the if you look at the wide range of actors in yes. that movie Charlie Sheen Wesley Snipes Tom Berenger like Rene Russo there's a lot of good Corbin Burnson there's a lot of great actors in that movie and the baseball was well done Right, the baseball was well done, which isn't always the case, mm-hmm. to your point. Come on, give him the heater. By the way, real quick here, <laughs> not to sidetrack my own segment, but they're talking about on Travis and Sleewood today, there's like a whole bunch of anniversaries of baseball movies today. Um, obviously, besides Major League, I think uh, the other ones are The Sandlot. That's yep. one of them. Sandlot's Kill good. Kill Smalls. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Peppercorn. He stole home plate, dude, at the Dodger game. Yeah. Fever Pitch. Which I don't know, that's, that's, terrible. Yeah. that's terrible. That's a, that's a bad one. But they, a, yeah. they brought up like best baseball movies, and I think it was Emily and Slee like said that Field of Dreams was one of it. them. No. And I was like, Field of Dreams, Field of Dreams is, is terrible. That's yeah. the worst. That's the worst baseball I mean, I, movie. I, listen, you I don't have think a catch. The, Say it right. Play catch. I, I don't think it's the worst. I just I don't like it. Like it's like whatever. Yeah. But like to me, the best baseball movie is Major League, and then everything else pales in comparison. Yeah. Bull Durham but up there too. Bull Durham is pretty good. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's more adult. I would say. Yeah. Um, you know, but um, come on, Major League to too high, too high. You know what? <laughs> so Costner did this movie where he was like a pitcher for the Detroit Tigers and for John C. Riley. Right, for the love of the game. John C. Riley was yep. his catcher. Now, that movie would have been great if it would have ended with him in the perfect game. Yeah. Or the uh, no-hitter or whatever it was. Now, it was also great because Jose Vince Moda Scully. Jose the second baseman. Yeah, 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 yeah. And But it was also great because Vince Scully was the play-by-play guy in the movie. It was really well done. Yeah. Like, that made it feel baseball-ish. But I felt like it went, like, 20 minutes too long when he yeah. was chasing the girl. Um, um Kelly Preston, may she rest in peace. Um, she, uh, yeah, when he was chasing her to the airport at the end of the yeah, movie. And so. in that movie, Vince Scully ad-libbed the whole thing. They gave him a script, oh, and he's like, yeah. okay, I'm going to do this. So it was yeah. fantastic. Yeah. He just went into yeah, a booth was, and did the game. As it should be. Yep. And Steve Lyons was his partner yeah, on the, uh, in the movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, all right, Linz, go ahead. Sorry. Okay, so speaking of Cleveland, I have to pose <laughs> this question to you guys because it's been bothering wow. me all day, okay? 
Travis Kelsey. Do you really think the Knicks can beat the Cavs? No. Oh, yeah. Tra- well, I, I mean, I would ask you that, but not. you already told me that you don't. You're not sure. So, you know, we've had that combo Let already. me check the circle. Cleveland okay, alert. So, listen. Travis Kelsey obviously played a huge role in helping the Kansas City Chiefs win Super Bowl titles in two of the past three seasons. The star tight end is also a native Clevelander, born and raised in Cleveland Heights. And he is, like, he is very open about, you know, he's like a big Cleveland stand, probably more so than me. And, you know, he's a national superstar. So everyone kind of knows that. Well, those two things combined resulted in the Cleveland Guardians inviting him to throw out the first pitch in their home opener today. Uh-oh. In case you're wondering, by the way, he spiked the ball straight into the dirt, <laughs> well short of home plate, and Patrick Mahomes ripped him on Twitter for it. But anyway, so when I saw that this morning, that he was throwing out the first pitch for the sanctimonious home opener when he plays for the Chiefs, who the Browns haven't beat in 10 years, I thought it was weird. Why? So if you were, because he's not, I mean, couldn't they get like Donovan Mitchell or you just said he's Miles a Garrett? Stand. Sure, but still, like he still plays for the other team. Ah, so my question sport. is, if you're a Cleveland Guardians fan, would you have an issue with the Super Bowl champ tight end from the Chiefs throwing out the first pitch for the home opener, specifically the home opener? Swipe left or swipe right? Beto, you go first. I just said swipe left. Wait, no, yeah, swipe left. No, I got no he's issue. He's from with there. He's from. You just said in Cleveland Heights. He's he's the guy. You know, there's a dude in the outfield. Yeah, I went to elementary with him. Right, for guy. sure. Woo, yes, 100%. Yeah. 100%. Come on. That's your guy. I think it's stupid. <laughs> like, I'm you fine with him clear. doing it for a regular, like, just a regular game in June, you know, against, like, yeah. I don't know, like, the Reds but or something. But he lives there, right? No, he doesn't live there. He lives in Kansas City and, and no, in L.A. No, he grew up there. No, yeah, but he, he doesn't there. live there? He don't live in Cleveland? He no. Don't, he don't go back like LeBron? His, his parent, no, he doesn't. Do you think Miles Garrett lives there? During the season, yeah. What about right now? No. Then why? I feel like most guys don't during the off season. Yeah, exactly. But that's not the point. The point is, <laughs> he plays for the enemy. You know what? Like, what would you guys say? I don't even like, know who, who's their enemy. I mean, they're they're. I mean, but are the Browns division, really right? the enemy? Hold on. I thought hold it was the, the Ravens. Okay, they're are, not, they're like, not in the division, was, but yes, like the conference. If he played right. If he played for the Steelers or the Ravens, then maybe. But he plays for the Chiefs. Like the the Browns and Chiefs have zero history. Yeah. Well, yeah, actually, they do no. super recently because they beat them in the only playoff game <laughs> that they've been to in the past ten years. This and is... Travis Kelsey played yeah, a big role in that. You were really nobody remembers that other than nobody you. remembers. Everybody in Cleveland does because <laughs> yeah. it's the only playoff. T- it's the only time they made the playoffs. Like, Chuck Booms that. Where are you? <laughs> Chuck Booms. Yeah, no, no, Lindsay. It doesn't matter. You need to move on. You okay. need to get over. I just thought it was weird, and I to feel you. like I personally would have rather seen like like I said, Miles Garrett or Donovan Mitchell would have been great. You know, the Cavs are you know they just locked up their their number what four seed. Like, five did, has Kobe? Did Kobe Bryant ever throw out a first pitch in Philadelphia? No. Nah. No way. They would have booed him. Well, do you think, like, what do you think would happen? Like, do you think, like, you know, that'd be cool with, with the fans there? I, I mean. When he retired, not during. He grew, it, right. If he, if Kobe Bryant would have thrown our first pitch in Philadelphia, I don't think fans would have, like, especially when he was retired, no. I think they would have been totally cool with it. Yeah. Okay, so now wait. Let's pose this question in the current context of, like, the Lakers. So, or or any, yeah, it's got to be the Lakers or the Dodgers. Who's like a hometown guy that grew up here that, that played, played somewhere else? Yeah, that, that Paul Pierce, right? Would get booed because he played would get for the booed Celtics at Dodger Stadium. Right, he played he played for the Celtics. Celtics. That's different. Okay, Clipper okay, players so, okay, get so, booed at Dodger Stadium. Okay, right, so it, right. He played for rival. the Celtics and Clippers. That's yeah. like a bad example. Yeah, yeah, yeah it is. How about, oh, how about this? Before he became a Laker, Russell Westbrook. That's a good one. That's a great would comp. not have been booed. Would no, not have been booed at Dodgers. Russell at OKC, the Brody's good. Brody would have not been booed. Exactly. Yeah. 
But he's also not like hosting Saturday Night Live and all in your face and stuff. Like, oh my Travis Kelsey. Just move on. I'm too much Cleveland yeah, right no, now. No, I like him. I just think it's dumb. It's After like Cleveland Friday. Okay. <laughs> all right. So we're going to move on to UFC. I know you guys are both UFC oh, fans. And um, yeah. it's a good opportunity for me to ask about that because Cappy doesn't, well, he does watch it, but he just doesn't uh, follow yeah. UFC. Right. So Israel Adesanya expects his fourth meeting with Alex Pereira to be the last in tomorrow's UFC 287 main event. He has a chance to regain the UFC middleweight title that he lost to Pereira last November and to earn his first victory over him in a series that dates back to their kickboxing days. Mm -hmm. Well, despite their history, Adesanya is actually favored slightly to win the fight. So do you guys think that he will actually beat Pereira in UFC 287 tomorrow? Swipe left or swipe right? Beto, you go first. Uh, I'm going to swipe right. Um... He's a slight favorite for a reason. Where they, it's in Miami too, isn't it? It's Correct, Amundo. Yeah, yep. they're they're fighting. Yeah, because Masvidal's on the card. Yeah, exactly. So I'm gonna give him a slight advantage, because uh, just because I've been reading more up on him, and then uh, my man John Anik had a good little nugget about him on his uh, social media. So I'm gonna go with Israel. Yeah, I, I think Adesanya. Um, I mean, if you think about the two losses he has in the UFC, he was dominating the fight and then got destroyed in the last round, basically. Um, so, I mean, he's an incredible fighter. The problem with that sport, unlike boxing, is that you can dominate a fight and, yeah, I guess it could happen. You can get knocked out in the last round. I mean, it, yeah. you know, whatever. It it happened to Meldrick Taylor against Julio Cesar Chavez. Yeah, old but Richard Steele. Yep. Yeah, Richard Steele <laughs> stopped the fight. Yes, I remember that. Um, but... Like, what I'm saying, it, it doesn't happen that often. In the UFC, it happens a lot. Yeah. So, it, it can happen. So, I mean, I, I think he's the be- I think Israel's the better fighter, if that's what you're asking me. Yeah. So, I would still, I would also swipe right. But, in that sport, it's almost unpredictable. Yeah, the interesting one is the over-under is four and a half rounds. So, they're expecting it to go rounds. Ooh, right. That's good for betting. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But okay. he's 23-2, and two, and in his two losses, one of them to Pereira, um, he... He right. He he went literally dominated the fight for the most part, or at least had a lead going into the last round, and then got just popped one time, and then that's it. It was it was almost he was staggered, and it was over after that. All right. So one other quick UFC thing before we uh, get out of radio tinder here. The yeah. other big fight on the card, of course, like you mentioned, George is the king of Miami, or that's what he said he wants to be. Yeah. Is Jorge Masvidal, and he's going to be fighting Gilbert Burns, but. Yeah. Uh, he Masvidal said that if he doesn't win this fight, he's probably going to retire from oh, UFC. Oh, for the love of... Do you think that those two <laughs> things happen? Do you think that he loses and he retires? Swipe left or swipe right? Um, He's pretty old. He's got to be near 40 at this point. So I would say yeah, to be honest with you. Um, So, I mean, those two have history. Burns mm-hmm. and Masvidal. And, you know, I, 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 I think that Burns is the better fighter at this stage. I think Masvidal had a run in between that I would say probably like two and a half years ago. There was like a stretch between like four years to two and a half years ago where Masvidal really had some really great fights. Mm -hmm. Um, And he's a guy who, look, he's like like a people's champ, right? Kind of guy. Like, yeah. he doesn't have this incredible MMA record. I think he's like 35 and like 14 or 15 or something like that. And, but he's got that BMF belt, right? He won that kind of yeah. 
made up championship. It's kind of like he's like a wrestler in that regard, right? Like, you know, he has like in, I feel like in the WWE there was a time where they made up like a championship. Oh, they they like, did a few times. Like the, the right. universal title is one of them. The universal right. So, title. <laughs> right. So they've done that and he's that guy. Like he he's a draw. Um now I think if he loses a third fight in a row, I believe this would be then that starts to wane some is what I would say. So yeah, I think that that he was a draw because he was he was good as like in regards to the promos, getting the attention. He sells. He sells the fight really well. Um, but if you're not winning, if you're losing too many fights in a row, then yeah, that eventually goes by the wayside. Honestly, I don't think he's there just yet, but he's also teetering on this. Mm-hmm. I do think you know. I know this may be blast people, but I think Conor McGregor is teetering teetering on that oh, a little he's bit been too. For Although long. he's a much better. Much better fighter historically than Masvidal, but he is also teetering on that a little because of age, too. Yeah, I'm going to swipe left lives because the moment you start talking about retirement, it's usually a ploy to get, try to get more money somewhere else. Um, never believe a fighter oh, who no. says retirement is there. No, because they might say retirement, but then there's always a lure of coming back for more money. But there's, by the way, he's 38 and his overall MMA record is 51 and 35. Yeah, he's, all, yeah, he's, got, he's got money in him. He'd be great in WWE, by the way. Now that you mention that, uh, he, he knows how to he knows how to rile things up. I always liked him for that. All right, so yeah, that's Radio Tinder. Woo! Yeah, I would have liked in all, in all seriousness. I would have liked for Masvidal to have um, to fight Leon Edwards. I know Leon Edwards huh. would would like beat him pretty badly at this point. But those two guys, at, I would have liked to have seen that fight a couple years ago because they had that big brawl back in London or whatever backstage and Masvidal popped him a couple times. I think he called it, I you know, I gave him a three-piece and a soda. Um, but like that, I would have liked to have seen that fight a couple years ago. But it, And by the way, it's rare that UFC doesn't make those things happen, but it just they never collided again, which um, was, was a very rare thing for UFC. They usually do a really good job of making sure those fights happen. So, All right, one more segment to go. Dealer's Choice, Dio Beto yeah. edition coming up in a second. But first, as we get you ready for Lakers-Suns, where the Suns players aren't playing, um, but you'll hear Slee and Michael, which I know you love. You love them both, and you will listen to them. Okay, They will give you good stuff. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue, and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Kid Rock mm. Mm. looks a little looks a little weathered these days, is what I would say. <laughs> he uh, he's, a, he's something else too. Uh, he's mm. Yeah, there. he's in the news lately. Yeah, mm-hmm. I Google it. Today. Yeah, like, Google okay. it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Christopher. Yeah. 
by the way, funny story, real quick here. I was listening to a, a podcast, a Dateline podcast last week, and um, in the podcast, it's about this girl who was murdered, and she before she got She's murdered, so she went to a she went to a um, a video shoot for Kid Rock, and Keith Morrison, who has a very famous voice, very Channel famous, Four here in LA right, back in the day, right? Great Dateline host. He goes, yeah. She was at a video shoot for Kid Rock's video, Ba Witteba, <laughs> and I was like. What did he really just say? Ba with the ba? Like he, he, he had can no idea. He can't it was do very wrong, funny. Man. It was he very funny. Can't do wrong, man. There you go. All right, Lizzie, this is a uh, dealer's choice. Yeah, go for it, Beto. All right, so it I is got, dealer's I choice. Got, I got a couple of things. Couple of things. So George, you're a spokesman for Tequila Mandala. So the other night, I go to the comedy store here in Hollywood. Um, my good friend George Perez, a comedian, had his birthday celebration. So George was there. Um, uh, Felipe Esparza showed up, uh, Willie Barcena, some local legends here in the L.A. area, uh, Steven Arioli, the, the photographer, uh, uh, Esteban, so it was cool. I go in the green room afterwards, dude, Yeah, bottles of tequila mandala just there. And I'm looking around really? like, I'm like, where the, the is Oscar here? Where are the guys at? Nah, and I was like, hey, where'd you guys get this bottle from? Because I didn't want to say, hey, I know the guys. And like, oh, no, this is stuff is good. We found it at Costco. I'm not doing a commercial for them. It just... They were gone, so I went to go get one. The bottles were empty, man, and they had the good bottles too. The one you've been telling about, the reposado one, the ex- uh, oh, the reposado, the extra añejo. Uh, well, actually, the uh, the expensive one that you told me about. I don't know which what one. The extra was añejo. It? Yeah. Well, yeah. It, it was at the end of the night. You think I know what okay, color? I'm saying the bottles are <laughs> yeah. three very distinct different well, colors. Yeah, uh, there's like the yellow, the baby well, blue, the. All right, I was loaded. One. I don't know. All I wanted some more tequila, <laughs> so I was done. But uh, better only knows that it was good. Yeah, it was it. Yeah. So yeah, so the tequila mandalas get it out there, man. It was cool to see in the green room. Uh, because it, it, so, it's there wasn't anything there, so people brought it. So shout to tequila mandala, man, making noise. Uh, but yeah. here's what happened though. So yeah. yesterday, George. I was working a fight on the zone. Um, I'm working with Gabriel Zotto ringside. Have you ever done a boxing fight play by play? I know you've hosted. I've never done a boxing fight play by play. I've only been the um, like the studio okay. host at a boxing. So match. one of the keys is your ringside. You wear dark colors because blood and spit's gonna fly. Now right. I've had it where a fighter fell out of the ring onto my desk like they do in wrestling, and I had to help him up. So yesterday. Tenth round, main event, Tito Costa, uh, guy, Angelino Cordova from Venezuela. They're going back and forth. And this is what happened in the tenth round. Laura? Cordova trying to hold on. Mouthpiece goes flying. Right in front of us. I ain't touching that. We better get that back up on. And then now Ray Corona goes in. That mouthpiece is flying and bouncing right in front of us. Over there. Over there. The corner has it. So the mouthpiece flew. Landed on my notes, George, right in front, right there, and I'm like, oh man, that's why I I stopped doing the play by play to say I ain't touching that. Somebody come get it, <laughs> right? That, that's what you heard. And they were the ropes were literally right in front of me, tight fight yeah. back and forth. And then the referee, you heard at the end, Rick Corona from Bassett calls time, and he comes right at me. So if you're watching the fight last night, you see the referee go beeline for me, and he's like putting his hand out, like give me the. The mouthpiece. I'm like, no, the commission winning guy. So I'm like giving directions back and forth. I forgot all about what's going on because there's a nasty mouthpiece on my white notes right there. Blood came with it and some snot maybe. or wow, It was just one of the nastiest things I've done, but it's also very, very cool. Um, but when you've ever worked an event like this, have you ever been run over or something involved where you forget what your job is and you're just worried about yourself? Um, that's a great question. I'm trying to think. Uh, on the sidelines, there have been some, t- nothing like that, 
But I'd say, like, sometimes I'm doing a hit right before we tip and in a basketball game, mm-hmm. and guys are warming up behind me, and, like, sometimes, like, the ball will, like, whiz by my head, right, or something like that, or a guy, like, gets pushed by another guy into me by accident. Like, that is – I've had someone bear hug me behind me. Like, I've had that happen, but <laughs> nothing like that. Where That's kind of gross. I wouldn't touch the mouthpiece either. Kind of. Kind of. And then the referee – like I said, the referee came right at me. What happens is for boxing – they always have a backup mouthpiece. So if it, it's lost, whatever it right. is, they come and get yeah. it. But the commissioner came and grabbed it right in front of me. And the referee was like, looking afterwards, he talked to me. He said, hey, bro, I was asking you for the mouthpiece. Like, I didn't have it. Like, I'm not touching this damn thing. Bro. Yeah, that's gross. He, The referee has gloves on. You yeah. don't. <laughs> so I, because, you know, Beto asked me to pull the clip. And he goes, look, look back. He came like he was going to charge out of that <laughs> ring to go after Beto. No lie. Like, you guys need to go to Golden Boy and see that. Because I was like, man, if that was me, I would have been like straight putting my hands up. Because I thought he was just going to come out yeah. of the ring, go after Beto for that thing. It's fun, though. It's fun working uh, ringside and you're there. And I always tell kids, if you're going to work, make sure you wear dark colors. Never wear white, baby, because the blood flies. So that's what I got oh, for, yeah. for that. Yeah. There's no question about that. But, yeah, no, I, the only boxing – I did top rank a couple of fights a couple of years ago in the summer. Um, but, yeah, all of them were, were at a desk. We were at the desk You're far hosting. away from the ring. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah dude, yeah. you got to get into the mix, man. All right, and then here's the final one. Uh, you uh, want me to do what, take another job at ESPN? Like, are you serious? Why not? I, you don't think I have enough of them? No. Oh, I'm going to be like Cappy. I'm going to go behind your back and go have dinner with Amanda and try to get something for you. Right? I was going to say, it sounds, <laughs> sounds like you're jockeying for a position uh, here. And this is also one. Today is the final day for the ESPN Los Angeles radio internship. Go and check out the, That's true. the account. Yeah. Uh, uh, advice for you kids. Yeah, George and I have always talked about this. Ask for help. Find the people doing the jobs that you want. Ask them for help. Ask them for help. Ask them for help. Simple as that. So don't. if you want an internship here at ESPN Los Angeles, they've already started the interview process, but today's the final day to apply. And it's paid, guys. What? Because, yeah, we didn't, I didn't yeah. have paid that's internships. So oh, I know, yeah. yeah. But I'm saying Damn. that's good, though, you know, because we didn't get paid when we did our internships. No. Man, I lost so. so much money when I was interning because I got so many parking tickets. <laughs> I do you know who I interned? At Power you know 106, so, there was never parking in those oh, parking yeah. tickets. Yep. Oh, my All right. God. I, I don't think I've ever said this before. Do you know who I interned for? I know. I know. In Miami? No, no, I know who he interned for. Where, where, Cappy. Where, with, yeah. Cappy, yeah. Shut up. You didn't know yeah. that, Beto? You didn't know no. that? When Cappy was a network host at Sports Fan Radio Network, he was doing a midday show with Sid Rosenberg, and I was his intern in 1999. I feel like that's a big secret that you just, like, revealed. Yeah. Like, yeah. did you to meet him, or you... Yeah. Did you no, I was their intern. But was Cappy in that studio, or was he somewhere else? Cappy was the host! No, but I mean... It was, like, his first, like, real together. gig. Oh, Cappy lived in Miami? Yeah. Oh, I thought he's always been San Diego. I didn't he's know that. Oh, that's South where he grew up, dude. Oh, oh, I, 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 did, I, I only knew him as Scott and Billy Ray in San Diego. I didn't know he yeah, was Yeah, he's from Fort Lauderdale. Oh, I knew. He, I thought he went to Pitt, then to San Diego. Wow. No, no, no. This is why you should always be nice to the interns, because they're going to be your boss anyways. <laughs> that is very true. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with you? Oh, it's very, very funny. What am I going to do? Get fired? Oh. <laughs> I feel like that's like a big revelation. It is. That explains the circle of trust is going to be buzzing now. That explains, the that explains yeah. so much about Cappy. It does. It oh, does. Doesn't yes. Oh, he's going to call you today? Well, you mentioned internships. I figured it was the time to bring it up. Yeah. <laughs> Full circle, people. Cat's Full out of circle. The back now. All right. We're done here. All right. Excellent All right. work, Beto. All right. Have uh, a good weekend. Great job, Lindsay and Laura. Have a great weekend. Slee and Michael are up next. Lakers basketball.